we are in the Bible yet. <clears throat> we're going we're gonna to start on page 99 in our notes, page 99 uh, in, in the book. Um, yeah, that's two nines. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> it's a 66 upside down, Bob. <clears throat> yeah, just turn the book upside down. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, hey, hey, hey! That was on. Hey, that was on the internet for uh, you know. Just say it. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> All right. Let's go. <clears throat> My voice has changed, by the way. Um. <clears throat> All right. Let's go ahead and pray, dear Lord. We are. Uh, truly grateful, thankful for this day, thankful for this time together uh, around your word. And we ask that you would help us to grow, uh, to be mature in our walk with you. Uh, We love you and we thank you. Uh, For it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Again, I want to say this. Um, Prayer is one of the things that we so often under underestimate I guess is the is the word that if my experience has been not not only in my life but people that I that I've talked to when life gets busy prayer is usually the thing that gets put off and in reality what is the most important thing we can do pray but oftentimes uh, it is something that gets pushed off uh, because of our busy schedules and, you know, well, I need to be here, I need to do this, I need to do that, and, and so on and so forth. So uh, as, we, as we study this idea of prayer, the, first, the next thing we're, we're going to be talking about is that prayer is a command, okay? Prayer is a command. It's on the middle of page 99. <clears throat> God not only invites us to pray, but he tells us to pray. Now, 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 let's get practical here. Why does God tell us to pray? Okay, because we forget. Any, anybody else? Okay, because we can't do it on our own. Okay, okay, fellowship and communication. Okay, anybody else? Okay. 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 Um, anybody else? The fact of the matter is. I think uh, it's a combination of a lot of what has already been said, but the fact is we need it. We, we need prayer. Does, I want to be careful how I ask this. Does God need us to pray? No. Okay. Um, okay. Angie just brought up a good point. He knows what we need. Okay, uh, I've had people tell me, well, if God knows my needs, then why do I need to pray? There you go. Oftentimes, um, we, we, we oftentimes don't even know our own needs. Um, I, I know in, in my wife and I's 39-plus years of marriage, <clears throat> There's been times, yeah, ooh, um, uh, there, there have been times that she's known that there's something wrong with, you know, and she, she'll, she'll come to me, she'll say, Rick, well, okay, what, what's bugging you? And I've looked at her and said, I don't know. Have you ever been there? Where something is eating away at you and you're not quite sure what it is? 
And when we spend time faithfully in prayer, then that, that very thing can take place. God can do a work in our hearts and our lives. See, we need prayer. God doesn't need prayer. Okay, we need it. That's why we are commanded to pray. But question, does God want us to pray? Absolutely. Why does he want us to pray? For fellowship. Okay, okay. Absolutely. Exactly, exactly. Okay, Colossians chapter 4 and verse 2, it says, Continue in prayer and watching in the same with thanksgiving. Okay, your first blank here. Uh, In fact, uh, he even assumes that we will pray. Notice how when Jesus uh, instructed his disciples concerning prayer, he said, when and not if. When you pray, not if you pray. And until I read this book several years ago, I I never noticed that. But Jesus assumed that his disciples were going to pray. Yep. Yeah, they will. I, I know before before I got saved, I, I prayed. I didn't know what I was doing, and God obviously didn't hear my prayers, but I would pray. I don't, I, to this day, I don't know what I was talking about, but anyway, <clears throat> I tried. In Luke chapter 11, in verse 2, it says, And he said unto them, When ye pray, say, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Uh, as in heaven, so in earth. So how should we pray? So we're going to get into some some methods of prayer. Um, The first one in page 100 is that we should pray regularly. Okay. The best way to develop a meaningful prayer life is to pray on a regular daily basis. Now, I cannot tell you what the author of this book was absolutely referring to when he wrote this, but I think I know what he was referring to. If we have a regular scheduled time of prayer, are we not going to be more apt to pray than if we just randomly throughout our day to take a few minutes here or there to pray. But if we get in a routine of a regular time, a regular place, are we not more apt to pray? I mean, that's just human nature. And, and yeah, and, it, and it'll be more effective. Psalm chapter 5 and verse 3 says, My voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord, Uh, In the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee and look up. The psalmist here, probably David, I don't know who wrote this particular psalm, but it was probably David. Uh, David obviously had had a regular habit of praying in the morning. Now, I've, I've talked to people um, that have told me, you know, Pastor, I just, man, it, Early in the morning, I, I, I just can't do it. I just cannot stay awake. I, you know, there's a lot of moving parts in my life in the morning. I just can't do it. Um, nowhere in the Bible does Jesus say, thou shalt pray in the morning. Okay? But my personal opinion is it's best to do it in the morning if possible. It, it's, it gets your day going in the right direction. Now, there are some people that are wired backwards, okay? And, and I know that. Um, and they actually flourish by praying in the evening before they go to bed. Uh, there are just some people built like that. And, that, and that's fine. The, the, the point is, do it on a regular basis. And do it 
the same time, same place, every day. Get into the habit, and it will it will help you uh, in your prayer life. Uh, prayer is not. I, I underlined the word "not" there. Uh, <clears throat> prayer is not something that we run to only in times of emergencies. Okay? <laughs> I mean, it's not a get-out-of-jail-free card. Uh, it is uh, to be our regular communication with God. So, pray regularly. I, I, I cannot overemphasize that. How many of you have seen the movie War Room? Raise your hand real high. Okay, if you have not seen it, you need to see it. It is, it is, they, that, that movie did an incredible job of really uh, communicating the need of not only prayer, but how to pray. And you, you don't have to be like the movie, the lady on the movie and clear, clean out your closet and literally go into your closet. Um, <laughs> but hey, if it works and you have a big enough house, go for it. Um, but, uh, yeah, the yes, we yes, the church has a copy of that movie, so if you if you have not seen it and you want to see it, see me or Melanie afterward and we'll get the movie to you. Um either that or you can buy probably buy it on Amazon for five bucks. You know. Oh, okay. Okay. It's it's worth it's well worth it. Uh put it that way. Okay, next point. Uh not only should we pray regularly, but we should pray continually. Continually. <clears throat> Um, uh, although uh, having a regular uh, established prayer time is important, we can and should pray at all times uh, and any place. First Thessalonians chapter 5, and verse 7, pray without ceasing. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18, uh, praying always uh, with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for the saints. Now, let me ask you a question. Um, and, and I am asked this question often. Uh, and to be perfectly honest, I, I kind of struggle with answering it. How do you pray without ceasing? Without ceasing. The, the Bible says in, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, Pray without ceasing or be in an attitude of continual prayer. So, <clears throat> how do you do that? Bob? Okay. 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 Anybody else? George? Okay. Okay. Sure. Okay. Yes? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Anybody else? See, so far we've gotten, everybody's had just a little bit different answer. Yes, ma'am. Okay, okay. Patty? Uh, the, uh, this is a conscious job when we fast here. Like Mike in Missouri, we always pray in public uh, over our food and we might come back here and say, You're doing that? <laughs> I'm in the habit of it. Yeah. Okay, anybody else? Yes. Well, and if the Lord brings somebody to mind, he's brought them to mind. 
Right. Okay. Okay. All of these are great answers. Okay. And and I'm not going to. And, and that's one of the reasons why I have when people come to me, I have a hard time explaining what it means to pray without ceasing because because it, it could be different for everybody. Um, anybody else? Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's all the time with me. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. <laughs> oh. Yeah, just okay. Well, I, I read something recently I wanted to share with you because um, uh, I, I felt like the author of this article uh, does a really, really good job of addressing this issue of praying without ceasing. Uh, so let, let me let me read this to you. Uh, Paul's command in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17, to pray without ceasing can be confusing. Obviously, it cannot mean uh, we are to uh, be in a, a, a head bowed, eyes closed posture all day. I mean, that's kind of obvious. Um, Paul is not referring to nonstop talking, but rather an attitude of God consciousness and God surrender that we carry with us all the time. Every wa- uh, waking moment is to be living in, a, in an awesome, uh, uh, excuse me, in an awareness that God is with us and he is actively involved and engaged in our thoughts and actions. When our thoughts turn to worry, fear, discouragement, and anger, we are consciously and quickly to turn every thought into prayer and every prayer into thanksgiving. Now I want to stop here because this is a good point. Oftentimes, when life throws us a curveball, uh, fear, discouragement, he says, uh, worry, fear, discouragement, anger, we are to consciously turn quickly to prayer. And that's generally, a lot of us do that. But I like what he says here. Then we are to turn to thanksgiving. That's not so easy. When 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 life just threw you a curveball and something not so good happened, we still need to be thankful. I like I like that. I I because oftentimes we will pray, but not all we will not always be thankful. And we are to be thankful for all things. <clears throat> he goes on. Uh, in his letter to the Philippians, Paul commanded uh, us to stop being anxious and instead, uh, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6. He taught the believers at Colossae to devote themselves to continue in prayer and watch uh, in the same with thanksgiving. Colossians chapter 4 and verse 2. Paul exhorted the Ephesian believers to see prayer as a weapon uh, to use in the fight uh, spiritual battles. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 18. As we go through our day, prayer should be our first response to every fearful situation, every ang- anxious thought, and every undesired task that, uh, that God commands. A lack of prayer will cause us to depend on ourselves instead of depending on God's grace. Unceasing prayer... In essence, is continual dependence upon and communion with the Father. For Christians, prayer should be like breathing. 
you do not have to think to breathe because the atmosphere exerts pressure on your lungs and essentially forces you to breathe. That is why it is more difficult to hold your breath than it is to breathe. I didn't know that. Similarly, when we are born into the family of God, we enter into a spiritual atmosphere where God's presence and grace exerts pressure or influence on our lives. Prayer is the normal response to that pressure. As believers, we have all entered the divine atmosphere of uh, breath, excuse me, breathing the air of prayer. I like that. Our, our, Our prayer life should be as natural as breathing. We don't have to think about breathing, do we? He goes on, unfortunately, many believers hold their spiritual breath for long periods, thinking brief moments with God are sufficient to allow them to survive. But such restrictions, uh, excuse me, such restricting of the spiritual intake is caused by sinful desires. The fact is, that every believer must be continually in the presence of God, constantly breathing his truth to be fully functional. It is easier for Christians to to feel secure by presuming on instead of depending on God's grace. I want to reread that sentence because it's a, it, he makes a powerful statement. It is easier for Christians to feel secure by presuming on instead of depending on God's grace. Too many believers become uh, satisfied with physical blessings and have little desire for spiritual ones. When programs, methods, and money produce impressive results. There is an inclination to confuse human success with divine blessings. When that happens, passionate longing for God and yearning for His help will be missing. Continual, persistent, incessant prayer is an is an essential part of Christian living and flows out <coughs> excuse me and flows out of humanity excuse me out of humility and dependence on God so <coughs> in a nutshell what i believe the author of this article was talking about is the fact that that As we pray continually, it should be as natural to us as breathing. I had never looked at it in that context before. I don't have to think about breathing. I shouldn't have to think about praying. As I go through my day, my prayer life should be something that is constantly in motion. I should be, I shouldn't have to think, oh, I need to ask God, should I do this or that? I should just it should be as natural as as breathing. And then at the end of the article, he, he makes a few comments about <clears throat> uh, the state of many many Christians today. They are they 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 hold their spiritual their spiritual breath when we don't pray. And that and that this is one of the reasons I like this article is because it, it put this visual in my mind of when I when I don't pray, it is like me holding my breath. And that's not natural. So, pray continually. <clears throat> any questions before we move on or any, 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 anything? I don't know. I hope the article was a help to you. It was, it helped me, it helped me kind of, kind of, 
picture, picture it a little bit better. The next one, <clears throat> pray with faith. Pray with faith. Um, pray knowing that your heavenly Father wants you to pray. Hear your prayers and, <clears throat> and will do what is best for you. Now, I, I, I want you to underline uh, the last part of that and will do what is best for you. <clears throat> Pray with faith, trusting that God is going to do what's best for you. Now, is what is best for you always what you want? <laughs> he absolutely knows better than we do. Hebrews chapter 11, in verse 6, it says, um, <clears throat> but with, without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is uh, a rewarder of them, a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Matthew chapter 21 and verse 22. And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive. <clears throat> What's the key word there? Believing. Oh, was it? Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. <clears throat> have you ever? <laughs> I, I I have to I have to be honest here. I I have prayed prayers, asking God for something, and then following it up with, "No, nah, you're not going to answer it." I'm just being honest. Am I the only one that's ever done that? No, we've all done it. Oh, God, that's a big one. You can't handle that one. That, that's my favorite when I, when I do that one. Yeah, or, yeah that's, that's the other thing I like to do. I, I like to say, okay, God, this is what I need to happen. Here's the timeline. You know, I even have dates, times, places, the whole thing. You know, have it all mapped out for him. I mean, after all, he is busy, right? Okay. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing how we are. <laughs> oh. Okay. Here's here's a good one. Please get this one because this this really this really is important. Pray with the right motives. Pray with the right motives. James chapter four verses two and three. Uh, ye lust and have not. <clears throat> ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. Ye fight and war and ye have not because ye ask not. Ye ask and receive not because ye ask amiss that ye may cons uh, uh, consume it upon your lust. <clears throat> huh? Yeah, that's the Porsche. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I quit praying for a Porsche a long time ago. You know, I'm just saying. I... <clears throat> but seriously, is it wrong? I want, I want to be careful how I say this. <clears throat> is it wrong? to pray for what we would call big things. Okay? <clears throat> okay? It's not wrong to pray for any of us. It's like when Tim was little, Tim learned the, the power of prayer when our dog was dying and he just got down on his knees and he said, Lord, please pray she'll drink because the vet had told us if you can't get her to drink, she is going to die. Right. Right. Okay. So, but is it is it wrong to pray for for big things? Okay. Let, let me say this. You, you you all know the the the, the van that we drive. Uh, it's that green Toyota Sienna. And um, the church was about a year old. The church the church was about a year old. And the our 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 van at the time uh, the transmission went on. It had had almost 300,000 miles on it, transmission went on on it. And we're like, okay, we're not putting another dime into this thing. And we just started praying. 
And within two weeks, God gave us the money to pay cash for that van. We didn't we didn't panic. We didn't go out and buy a car on credit. We didn't we just we just prayed and just said, God, you've got to do this. At the time, you know, the church was a year old. <laughs> we didn't have the money, the church you know, we it just Yeah, we yeah, we were still on missionaries at that point. And and we, we just prayed and God God answered in a in a mighty way. Um yeah, God God literally picked it out. Be, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. God God did that for my benefit, okay? Um but it, it, you see what I'm saying? It, it it I I have I have had conversations with people that say, "Well, you know, if I pray for a a, a vehicle or a or a house or 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 whatever, that that's selfishness and I can't do that." Okay, how is that being selfish? Now, if you're praying for a Porsche, okay, that that's selfishness. Okay, I'm just saying. Or yeah, or you want the latest, greatest, whatever. <clears throat> but you know, our prayer was, hey, we just need a vehicle. We didn't, you know, honestly, we didn't care if it was a van, if it was a, uh, well, at the time, uh, I didn't have the motorcycle yet. Yeah, she would have been happy with a VW. I wasn't, wouldn't be too thrilled with it. But, but pray with the right motives. Why, why do you need a vehicle? Why do you need a house? Why do you, why do you need these things? Okay. Now, I personally think that God gave us another minivan because we have used it on teen activities and hauling people around and doing things and, and. Uh, <clears throat> And and God has kept that thing running. It's got what three hundred and three hundred and twenty-five thousand miles on it. And I'd get in it and drive it to New York tomorrow. I, I I hey, it's God's van. It's gonna run until it until he decides it's not gonna run anymore. I'm right there with you in my little car. I keep praying, Lord, with the Israelites in the desert, let it last another forty years. There you go. You know, I, I, I was driving down the road the other day and I and I thought this, I thought, I can't wait till this thing flips over 350,000. You know, I, I, yeah, I'll take a picture, put it on the internet, yeah. <laughs> okay, so pray with the right motives and, and make sure, make sure your heart is in the right place. Uh, your next blank here, uh, pray according to God's will. Now, <clears throat> this is a, this sounds really good, does it not? But what is the what is the catch-all with this statement? God's will. We we have to be. Uh, you know, one of the things I told you this. I I don't know if it was last week or week before last. I can't remember. But one of the things that I try to pray daily is a quote that I got from a guy named William Borden, and he, and and this is it. It says, "Your will, nothing less, nothing more, nothing else." I try, I try and pray that every day for my life. That's not an easy prayer. Because His will for my life may not be what I want. So if you are going to pray according to His will, be willing to accept His will. It's like kind of like praying for patience. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, you pray for patience, guess what happens? Yeah. Okay. But when you pray for the will of God to be done in your life, guess what happens? You get the will of God for your life. Okay. <clears throat> God always answers our prayers but he answers his, excuse me but his answers are not always yes like a good parent sometimes our heavenly father knows uh, that what is what we want may not be best for us thus sometimes he does not give us what we ask for 
or he does not give us uh, give it to us right away. So um, if we pray for something and he does not answer our prayer, is that an answer? Okay. <laughs> okay. That in itself is an answer. Yeah. No is an answer. Okay. You know, now if you, you know, I'll tell you what, being a parent can be so much fun. <clears throat> my kids, my I, I I hated I hated when my kids used the word want. It it would just it just tip me over the edge. I want an ice cream or I want something, and you, you know when I and it, you can ask my kids they hated it when I said this. I said I used to say oh how does it feel to want. <laughs> <laughs> They hated that. But you know what? It, you, you, you say that two or three times to a kid, and guess what they stop doing? They change it out to, I need an ice cream. Yes. You know, they, they, quit, they quit using the word want. And they, and they started saying, may I please have. You know, that, at least that was the goal. But, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's what they... Hey, Dad, you want some ice cream? Yeah, let's go. But if they started up by saying, I want some ice cream. Yeah, really? How's the field to want? Um, don't do that, by the way, parents. It's it's horrible. It's called torture, okay? Just to say. Now, grandparents can do that, but, you know. <clears throat> First, First John uh, chapter 5, and verse 14 says, And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if uh, we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. Again, what's the qualifier there? According to his will. Uh, Luke chapter 18 and verse 1, uh, and he spake a parable unto them uh, to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. So, <clears throat> um, your next blank. Uh, pray in Jesus' name. Pray in Jesus' name. Uh, praying in Jesus' name is praying by his will and authority. Now, I, I have a habit of praying something like this, uh, uh, and I'll say something to the effect some, sometimes, uh, in in your son's precious name but I, I don't necessarily always say the word Jesus and and I have uh, had people come to me and 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 um, uh, chastise me for not praying in the name of Jesus you know I think that's kind of splitting hairs but that that's okay um, yes Well, what do you think? I'm asking. Well, I'm asking you. What do you think? That's why I'm asking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is the verse say? Okay. Well, yes. Motives. Motives. It, it goes to the heart. I, I believe it. It, it goes to the heart. Right. Well, if I ever pray out there, I do. Oh, well, I, I do services out there. and Oh, 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 okay, okay, yeah, yeah. See, and that's why, that's why, that's why I, I have never volunteered to do any of the services out there because they restrict that. And, and when you remove the name Jesus, which is the most powerful word on earth, then what's the point of the prayer? It's just empty words. You know, you're 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 praying, but at that point, who are you praying to? And why are you praying? So so in a, in a, in an environment like that, the name of Jesus is absolutely critical. Okay, 
Um, the, the verse says in John chapter 14, verse 13, and whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. So <clears throat> it is the name of Jesus that offends the lost world. You can pray, you can pray to God all day long. But it is the name of Jesus that upsets them. And <clears throat> uh, two years ago, uh, when uh, we had a capital connection um, up in Carson City, a, uh, a pastor a friend of mine uh, was asked to open the House of Representatives that morning in prayer. And, and so he got up there prayed a very, very articulate, very good prayer, and he closes it, closed it in, in, in the name of Jesus, amen. And, and boy, you could have hear, heard a pen drop in that place. <laughs> I mean, it was, like, it was like, it was like all the air got sucked out of that room, you know. <clears throat> but it's the name of Jesus. And, and we cannot... We cannot lose the power of that name. Okay? So, now, in my personal prayer time, when I'm just talking with God, I don't, I don't know, honestly, that I close my prayer in, in Jesus' name. I, I don't know that I do that because that's more of a communion kind of a prayer. Does that make sense? But if I if I'm praying in public, I I try always to to pray in the name of Jesus. Yes. Um, at that point, just because you didn't say it doesn't mean you didn't do it. So uh, you said publicly you always do. At that point, it's more more of a public statement. I want everybody to know that I'm praying for this one. Right. But if you're having a private conversation with God. Right. Right. Exactly, and that and that's how I that's that's how I feel, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Just yeah, let's let's talk. You know, let's fellowship. So, anybody else? Yes. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Okay, the next the next blank here uh, is something I, I get asked again kind of often, and that is, uh, and this is more uh, going to the idea of what, what we would call uh, public prayer. Uh, so praying with other Christians, praying with other Christians. Um, I, I have people uh, often will say, well, I don't believe public prayer is in the Bible. Okay. Um, prayer is something that it's between me and God, and nobody. I shouldn't. I shouldn't be praying in public. I shouldn't have to pray in public. Um, but uh, okay, let's let's go ahead and read here. Uh, the early church prayed together. Uh, prayer with uh, other Christians has all uh, has a way of strengthening our faith and our boldness. Acts chapter 1, verse 14, uh, these all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication uh, with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brethren. Acts chapter 2, verse 42, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayer. 
Um, so now let me ask you. How many of you are comfortable praying in public? Okay, all right, about half. Okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Pastor Stevens, most many of you know Pastor Stevens. Pastor Stevens told the story of a, a one of his churches that he pastored through, throughout the years. He said that he had this man that was just incredibly shy. I mean, to the point. He, he he just he didn't even like coming to church. He was so shy, and he he told Pastor Stevens. He said, Pastor, whatever you do, never call on me to close a service in prayer like I do. You know how I do that sometimes. He he warned. He said, Pastor, don't ever ask me to do that. He said, I will just drop over dead. <laughs> and he, <laughs> Pastor Stevens said, he said at the end of that service. He forgot. He just said, hey, Brother so-and-so, why don't you close us in prayer? <laughs> and the guy did it. He actually, you know, he fumbled his way through it, but he did it. And after that, he, he, he got the confidence to, to, to pray in public, and, and, and it helped a lot with his shyness. So, uh, <clears throat> um, so why, why is it so important that we pray together? Like on Wednesday night, we will we will break up into groups and we'll pray pray together. Why why is that so important? Okay, okay, okay. All right. Yes. Okay. We we know we know what needs are within our our church family. We share those things. Bury bury one another's burdens. Okay, it, it's important. And corporate, well, what we call corporate prayer, is is I believe is essential for the church, so that because it really it it should be the heartbeat of a church. Okay, um, your next blank. <clears throat> we are to pray privately, so we are to pray publicly. We are to pray privately. Um, well, let me before we go here, let me back up. Let's 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 go back to this. What is the danger of praying publicly? What can what can be a, the danger of that? Okay, we can offend somebody. Okay. We can become Pharisees. Pride. Okay, give me an example of scripture where it backfired. Where it backfired. Yes. Exactly. Okay. The, okay. The example that I'm trying to get to is the fact that Jesus, when uh, they were in the synagogue, identified two people that were praying. The Pharisee. And what did the Pharisee, How did the Pharisee pray? Very publicly. Oh God, thank you that I'm not like other people. And he went through this very elaborate, and I give my tithes, and I do all these wonderful things for you, and oh God, thank you, thank you. And he went through this big thing. But then there was somebody off on the side that was praying, but he was praying what? Privately. And what did he say? And he, he beat his chest, and he says, oh, I'm unworthy. Okay. Be merciful to me, a sinner. Okay, so... So praying publicly can have a downside to it as well, because pride can come in, and we and 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 uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, one of the churches that we were in uh, many years ago, um, the pastor uh, had uh, every every Sunday morning he had a, a different deacon because we had like eight or ten deacons or twelve maybe I don't know uh, we had a bunch of them. Um, he would have a deacon come up and close the service in prayer. And this one time, uh, the one of the deacons uh, walked up, and as he walked up to the platform, he pulled he pulled out a pre-written prayer. And he and 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 he says, "Okay, let's bow." And and then he read this prayer. Now, 
I believe God can answer pre-written prayer, but what is what is the problem there? See, he was he was so fearful of maybe saying something wrong that he never allowed himself to just talk to God or forgetting or forgetting something. So, again, that would go back to to motive. So, private prayer, pray pray privately. <clears throat> Uh, when Jesus' disciples asked him to teach them how to pray, uh, in Luke chapter 11, verse 1, he gave them what we call uh, the Lord's Prayer or a model prayer uh, on how to pray. Uh, turn in your Bibles, if you would, to Matthew chapter 6. Well, that's... Matthew chapter 6, and, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but I, I, and I told you we'd, we'd revisit it. Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 to 13, says, After this manner, therefore pray ye, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the glory, or excuse me, and the power and the glory forever. Amen. So this is this is what is 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 called the model prayer uh, that Jesus gave us. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Uh, it is not never it has never excuse me, it was never intended to be a a um, repeated prayer, like uh, uh, like many religions teach today. Um, in fact, as we read that, many of you probably uh, that grew up in the Catholic Church <laughs> probably didn't even need to look at it. You were just mouthing along as we did it. Um, I mean, I didn't grow up Catholic, and I still knew it. I, I don't know where I learned it, but somewhere along the way I learned it as a kid. <clears throat> But that was never Jesus's intention. It was just to to be used as a model. Um, uh, and then the author of the book here gives us some insight on this. And we have about four minutes, so I don't think we can get through this in that amount of time. So let's go ahead and stop here, and then we're going to stop.